Our second re- or our, our uh, reading today, our scripture reading, is um, jumping from Matthew's gospel, where we've been walking through for quite some time now, and uh, going to John's gospel uh, for this Reformation Sunday. I invite you to listen with open hearts and minds as we encounter God's word together from the eighth chapter of the gospel of John, beginning with the 31st verse. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. They answered him, We are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, Very truly I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son has a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are descendants of Abraham, yet you look for an opportunity to kill me, because there is no place in you for my word. I declare what I have seen in the Father's presence. As for you, you should do what you have heard from the Father. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. The poet Emily Dickinson once penned these memorable words, Tell the truth, but tell it slant. Truth is commonly understood as something that is factually correct. And it's a big deal in our world today. Unfortunately, we all know that truth has become a relative thing. When people of differing ideologies disagree about what is and is not truth, who is and is not a trusted expert in an area of concern. Stephen Colbert, on his former satirical show, The Colbert Rapport, once coined a term for this kind of debated relative truth that he dubbed truthiness, which has actually now become a word in the Oxford Dictionary. Truth, which by definition should be something that is beyond doubt, somehow has become a divisive thing. And no matter where you find yourself in these cultural debates, the end result is the same. We as a community feel divided, isolated, angry, alone. And guess what? It is right into this mess where Jesus shows up in our lesson today to remind us of the nature of truth. This teaching occurs while Jesus is in the temple during the festival of the booths. And John makes clear that he's speaking with Jews who believed in him, as opposed to the authorities looking to entrap him. He says, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. The word in our text for continue here in Greek is meno, which is one of John's favorite words. And it's often translated in our Bibles as abide. And it's always used, this word meno is always used in a relational sense in John which really brings Jesus' words here to life. He says, if you meno, if you 
abide, remain, continue in my word. Which remember for John, Jesus is God's word incarnate. So Jesus essentially says, if you abide in me, if you continue, remain in my teachings, Sure, but if you remain connected to me in relationship, this is how you will know the truth. In John, truth is a big deal. The idea of truth shows up time and time again. Why? Because truth is not an idea. It's not a relative or debated thing. It's the person of Christ. In the beginning of the gospel, we learn that Jesus is the true revelation, the incarnate word of God. Later in the gospel, Jesus will say the well-known words, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And at the end of our reading today, in verse 36, he actually replaces the word truth with son, saying, the son will make you free. It's very clear to John that Jesus is truth. More particularly, though, truth is found in relationship with Christ. So for John, truth is not relative, it's relational. Think about that for a minute. In a world and time when truth is debated and relative, the gospel tells us truth is relational. It is found in and through relationship with Christ. Now there's a reason this is a lectionary reading for Reformation Sunday every year. 500 years ago, the Reformers felt that the church at the time had lost direction of the truth. Truth not in doctrine or tradition, but in knowing Christ, by abiding, by remaining, by continuing in God's own word. This transformed the understanding of the church, both Catholic and Protestant forever. And we continue to discern how God's Spirit is moving within and reforming the church here and now, particularly in this wildly uncertain time of pandemic, giving us new ways to remain connected in relationship with God's own embodied truth in Jesus. So Jesus is the truth. Truth is found in relationship with Christ. What is the end result of this relationship, of finding this truth? It sets you free. In Greek, the word for freedom here is eleutherose. And this is the only passage in John where the word is found. When Jesus says these words, his fellow Jews to whom he is speaking are confused. They say, wait a minute, we've never been enslaved. What do you mean we're not free now? First, these folks are overlooking the fact that their ancestors were enslaved in Egypt and that this collective memory is foundational for the identity of their Jewish heritage. And Jesus goes on beyond our reading to spell this out even more clearly. Uh, to, to the folks listening to him. But you know, I think there's a deeper wisdom in these words uh, here for us today. 
Jesus says, knowing the truth, being in relationship with the truth, with him, will set them free. The question then becomes, what is holding us captive? Perhaps in this divisive time when people of opposing sides and yard signs can hardly agree on anything, Jesus' words on truth and freedom remind us that this kind of polarization and divisiveness is holding us captive. We're held captive from our neighbors with whom we disagree in our community. We're held captors by the barriers we've placed, by the lines in the sand that keep us from seeing one another as fellow children of God. Can you see it? Can you feel how such division keeps us as a community captive and separated from one another? That's into this feeling of isolation and of captivity that Jesus reminds us there's another way. In a world where truth is debated and therefore relative, Jesus reminds us that truth is found in relationship with him. In turn, remaining connected with Christ draws us closer to one another in relationship. This is the truth that can set us free from being divided and isolated from one another. Sadly, since this is such a rarity in the world of being brought together in relationship, perhaps these words from writer Flannery O'Connor might seem fitting. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you odd. Perhaps odd is just what Jesus is calling us to be in this divided and broken world we find ourselves in today. Odd in that drawing near to Christ, God's own manifested truth, we are brought close to one another, making us both free and perhaps also odd. Jesus reminds us that truth is not relative It's relational. It's found in relationship with Christ, God's own revealed truth. Remaining to this truth, abiding with this truth, sets us free. This kind of freedom made possible by truth doesn't separate us from one another, but rather frees us from our own echo chambers and biases to truly be in conversation and relationship with one another to truly hear one another, to truly see one another as brothers and sisters in Christ, and yes, even faithfully disagree with one another in a spirit of love. Friends, may we know the truth. May we know God's own embodied incarnate truth. And may this truth set us free by drawing us together in a spirit of love and communion. May it be so. Amen.